Yeah, now that you've prepped for this island adventure, we're actually going to go after the tribe. <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that what you wanted? Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, so if I remember correctly, we ended last time with you guys leaving the Coliseum. Do we do anything immediately thereafter, or do we just stop there? Uh... I believe we just stop there. We, we just stopped there, yeah. Yeah, because we were supposed to go meet with the captain of the guard about something. No, he had, he had, they would come fetch us if he had issues with the worms. The place we should probably go is the guardhouse, though, to check on the status of whether or not they would sell a frog to crash. And then I want to make sure I've got my notes right. Does anybody have the teams that were competing against each other? Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna <laughs> uh, be honest. Nope. Next round is Shining Black Blue, Flags, Black Flags, Darkwater, and Scallywags. Uh, the Scallywags and Darkwater is what was the uh, the first pairing? Black and Flags and whoever has the troll. The drowned. Ah, the drowned ones. Thank you. Yeah, drowned ones. Yeah. Well. Okay, I did not have that. That is why I asked because I did not write down who won this correctly. Yeah, the guard captain said he wanted to kind of touch base with you guys once the event was over. What would you guys like to do now that you have left the suite? You noticed that Mike and Tim did hang out kind of behind. They were talking to your new dragon friends. sounded like they were just kind of going over what was expected of them for breaking into the tribe and getting what they needed from them. We have the weirdest group of friends. And some of the best stories. Yeah, like hooking up some dragons with some thief lords. You probably don't fully realize that they're dragons. The second round, or the the semifinals, as it were, is that happening the next day, or is that happening today? Yeah, so it's actually getting close on to, like, 4 or 5 o'clock. So the next round, from what you've been able to gather from Mike and Tim, and Hildreth, who's the one who's interested in actually what was going on in the ring, and you guys uh, noticed he was rocking the Black Flags gear. You especially, Icky, saw that he was rocking a Black Flags scarf. A Seagrin, not Hildreth. Hildreth wasn't paying attention. Seagrin, sorry, was rocking his Black Flags gear as you were rolling out, which led to uh, some friendly banter back and forth between the two of you. It's because the drowned ones are going to beat their ass. You guys had gotten from him and Mike and Tim that the next three matches will actually all take place tomorrow. Gotcha. Okay. He was totally fine holding up and waiting and staying for those, or he was good leaving. It was up to you guys, and uh, the vote was rather quickly cast and he didn't wait for a whole lot of you to vote and accepted that yes you guys would wait a day <laughs> yeah because i think a lot of us for one reason or another do want to wait a day see if we can prepare anymore for whatever the heck we're about to get ourselves into hope we're all fuckers i keep trying to give you guys options to get shit and you're fucking just Kicking me in the balls every time. <laughs> Gave us a chance to meet someone who might actually have some useful information. <laughs> I like having powerful friends, especially when the when the king of the nine hells is trying to kill us. So yeah, what are you guys doing? You guys left the suite, but what is the plan of action from here on out? I'm going to go back to the tower and make sure my order is properly delivered. I'm going with him, not necessarily with him, to try and finish cracking this petrification problem they seem to have. Gotcha. Got one more day to crack it. He wasn't very descriptive on that, like the whole logistics of it. So Icky's probably just gonna like sit by the front door of the tower, like waiting. <laughs> just post up and wait. <laughs> yeah. Wall, uh, in case you would like to move that, you you are aware that at no point in time have Hildreth or Seagrin gotten a chance to kind of have a quick aside with someone to run you guys the flux that was promised. <laughs> so it's probably going to be a little bit. <laughs> well, what the hell? Terrible service. Absolutely. <laughs> You're giving us a free stars ride. at best. I'm well, giving them a shitty review. <laughs> I know I heard a couple people say they wanted to go find the guard commander. And his adjutant. Did they say they were going to come find us or that we need to go find them? Or They were kind of vague about it. They just said they'd meet up with you after the events were finished for the day. Uh, I'm going to assume you're kind of still a group, even though everyone's kind of starting to break off to do their own thing. As you guys head out from the Coliseum, you notice they seem to be pretty busy. Not with any, like, active threats or anything. Just kind of crowd control, making sure people stay moving. 
And you see a couple of battle toads hopping around, a lost child handed back to a family. Uh, just, you kind of use your standard stuff when you're leaving a large event. No one's asked their names yet, correct? Because <laughs> I don't no. ever remember saying them. Okay, I just wanted, yeah. I didn't want to say a name and have you guys be like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> so you kind of look around, you see the two of them, they're about halfway up the Coliseum on their mounts, facing down towards the crowd. And you can see, it looks like she's jotting down notes uh, and he is just moving his mouth from what you guys can tell from where you're at a mile a minute, just describing stuff to her. He makes eye contact with... That'd be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven would be Crash. Okay, so Arame, because we're just going to go this based off of... I was afraid it was going to be icky and it was going to be lost on everybody. (laughs) 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 Makes eye contact with you, Arame, and he kind of holds a hand up to kind of let you know now it's not a good time and he shakes his head just vaguely kind of gestures towards the tower. He'll give like a nod towards and say, believe it would be best to meet up with them later. They're pretty pretty busy. All right, then. I figure they'll come get us if they need us. They know where we are. Drinks? Drinks. That is Drinks? Okay. Entirely up to you guys. <laughs> and perhaps see if there's a place to get some food nearby and drinks that are not given out by Faye. By what? People watch, get some rumors, stuff of the like. Could be interesting. I think Crash would be down with that. Oh yeah, yeah, (laughs) definitely. Magdar's like, not the fairies? Yes, please. Magdar's like, we're not going to the Faye, right? Cool. (laughs) I mean, he just wanders back to to his room to mess with his brewing equipment, and that's that's why he's quiet. Uh, I don't know. If that's what he was doing, I'd probably go with him. He's actually already done his brewing stuff for the day. Yeah. So he is totally going to be down for... Libations. Out. Yeah, for libations and getting a drink somewhere that is not run by those fey bastards. Maybe not party too hard before the meeting, but we could definitely kick back for a bit. So you guys kind of look around. You notice there, as with most arenas in our world... There are a slew of taverns and inns kind of right around here. You have the choice of several. Who is actively looking for the bar? Is it going to be Magdar and who else? Give me give me one other person. AD said drinks and I said, um, hell yeah. All right. So AD, give me a perception check and I will roll for Magdar real quick. Well, what is your plan of action? Well, I'm of two ideas. One. I'm looking really hard, guys. <laughs> really One hard. Is going back to the tower with you so we can maybe get some forging done or whatever. But two, I ain't fought nothing <laughs> in days. Days. Oh, there we go. We're going to a bar. I know, Surely. and there's a possibility <laughs> of a bar fight there. Yeah. Your own made like two after those dice rolls. I mean, looking, looking at Icky. I say what? Oh God, yeah. So you guys, between the two of you, uh, Magdar's just excited to not go drink with the Fae, and so he looks about. Alex said, "Of all these, he looks at one, and he goes, ooh, the Moldy Marquis. Let's try that one." You see one uh, that immediately grabs your eye. There, Ad, called the Thin Ferret. Ah. So, Bob, I, I guess I don't remember exactly what he said about the whole delivery thing. He just said that he'd get it to you. As far as you can tell, he's not had a chance. You did not ask him. Actually, we can go back and redo it. He did use a magical means to let one of his shop boys know that he needed to drop off some flux for you. Gotcha. Because you'd already paid him. I was just hoping I wasn't going to be like staying there for like 12 hours. And then no, 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 no. In the morning. <laughs> if you decide to go back to the tower, the front desk will let you know that your package has been delivered to your room. I'll, I'll, like you said, be rolling out with them. But if they're going to a tavern, I've got more important things to do. And I'll look to Wall and, and give him a questioning look. If anyone is not thrilled with the current choices of taverns that have been pointed out, you are most welcome to give me a percent. Why did you roll a D100? Because odds was tavern and evens was tower. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Icky will look questioningly at you, Wall. And then he'll... He'll hold, a, hold up his fist. They'll be like, fight. Yeah, I'm going to go with him. <laughs> oh, okay. Scurry off towards the tower. I'd like to make a called perception check. Okay. 
earlier I mistook the fallen dragon for the falling dragon. Uh-huh. I'll refer the falling dragon because you stated it was a bar. Yes. So you actually uh, go ahead and I will take that 15 because you do notice it's actually one of the main thoroughfares. Uh, for whatever reason, AD and Magdar were kind of looking for that hole in the wall moment pop shop to go. But kind of right there, front and center is a tavern. The sign is a dragon with its back pointing downwards on the sign, wings folded up around it like it's been killed, plummeting, being chased by a pegasus, it looks like. Yes, Magdar, that that one looks okay, but come on. Fallen dragon, let's go. And as you look at it, it's about a four-story tavern. It looks to be a full-functioning tavern with very limited inn. It's open patio all the way to the fourth floor, and it is just packed with people. And as you get closer, you're able to see there are scrying mirrors that actually showcased what was going on in the Colosseum back behind the bar on the main level. Well, that's fancy. Very cool. Come on, guys. I mean, let's go. Does it look like the kind of place where a fight might break out? Or does it look like too corporate for that shit? How many pieces of flair is the bartender wearing? Exactly. The bartenders that you can see, there's three of them, all seem to be fairly... Go ahead and give me perception. 21. From what you can tell of the bartenders you see at the bottom level of the bar, while they're wearing a very cartoonish dragon outfit, not over the top like a mascot, but uh, very obvious green scales. Is this this like a hot dog on the stick? Is this what this is? (laughs) (laughs) They all appear to be incredibly well built, and you notice that one of them is very heavily scarred. And the other one that is facing kind of the front, who seems to be more of the bar manager than the barkeep, has the sunken knuckles of a brawler. So a group of adventurers retired and opened a bar. So no, this place is going to have a a reputation of handling fights quickly and efficiently and not letting them carry out. (laughs) One of the other ones. Uh, That is what you guess at first glance. You do see a sign on the bar that calls for pugilists wanted doesn't really say why just pugilists wanted see inside for more details and on the first floor that's all you can tell it is still pretty packed it appears they have some type of magic on these that is kind of giving you a highlight reel of the finish so you're seeing the uh orc from the dark waters just going ham on dudes with his anchor flail and you're able to see a little bit better what you couldn't see from the drowned ones where the uh sea troll is just yeeting dudes across the boat hell yeah and so there's a sign that says Pugilist Wanted? Yep, it's a, it's a, and that's all it says. Pugilist Wanted, see inside for more details. All right, fine. I guess we can go in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, come on, let's go. This looks nice. I feel like Vicarus uh, and, and Wall kind of share a look when they read that sign. Like, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I like the... actually picked the sign up and carried it in with me. <laughs> <It's just taking laughs> yeah, it's like one of the little folding chalk signs. You see there's a, a basically a hype girl out front she's wearing a very skimpy pegasus costume and she ah takes a look at the group going in go to the bar <laughs> <laughs> and you guys kind of saunter up the the bar manager sees you coming with a sign and he well say with your 21 you're able to see it the crowd kind of parts before you it's not super packed it is starting to empty out and the bar manager taps the fairly scarred up guy and just kind of looks like he's getting him on his toes you notice that and walks forward, rests his hands on the bar, leans in. I hold it up and I pull it out. I go, what's this about? Ah, uh, come to fight, have you? Yeah? Who hasn't been in this town for four days now and there ain't been no fights? I don't care the one with all the were-rats. Do you say that? Yes. <laughs> he kind of cocks his head. Someone not directly involved in this conversation, give me a perception check. I'm almost shoulder to shoulder with Wall. I like to think that probably you, Magdar, and Wall are just three abreast. Like, what's up? Do we get to hit, hit stuff now? I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Icky, you. That's just a meme. <laughs> you don't really notice anything. AD, you're able to catch a couple of heads kind of duck around at the mention of were creatures. No one kind of looks guilty or anything. They just kind of cock ahead of the group. Irame, you notice there are definitely more people paying attention to what's going on now. She's not going to say anything at first, but she's just going to kind of keep an eye on the crowd for reactions. Like the only thing I've got to beat up on are these five and a half foot tall werewolf rat things, and I'm looking for something else. He laughs. 
Ah, is that the case? Well, we do have a small pugilist ring upstairs. Oh! <laughs> he oh, hears that small. noise, and he looks at Vic Rust and kind of cocks his head. He goes, are you going to be okay? Correct, my knuckles. Yeah, but like they said, they, have, so. they, they get very interested when they don't fight things. And I'll look at him like, yeah, don't worry about him. Despite whatever all these other people might say, he does have pants. I don't understand <laughs> it. He kind of leans in and he goes, ah, Vikros the Pantsless. So you've heard. Yes. And he goes, yes, my sister's cousin is a maid in the tower. We've we've heard of most of you. And he kind of looks and he goes, ah, mm, house, no, root, wall, wall. He points right at wall. Yo. Cox's head and he goes, drunk one. Don't remember. Um, magma. No, no, shit. And Magdar pipes up with his name. And he's, hmm. He goes, I hear uh, your group. And he's kind of looking around and he sees Icky and he looks at Icky and he goes, no guns. Icky ain't there. Oh, that's no, right. Icky, the tower. Yeah, that's right. I forgot <laughs> Icky and Artemis took off to the tower. Yeah. Correct. Correct. He looks around and he goes, where's the little one with the gun? Those aren't allowed. No, you don't worry about him. He's building more technological marvels. I am everywhere. <laughs> He's nowhere at the same time. Uh, and he, yeah, good, and yet good. there's always a smell. And he, he kind of rolls his neck. He goes, I was a trainer for the rebellion before I got too old. Now that you're able to talk to him, he's got quite a lot more salt than pepper in his hair. He is still massively built for a human. He's about six foot three. Uh, and you'd guess he's probably sitting at about 260 pounds and not a whole lot of that fat. So he is a, a rather large fellow. He's built. This is a human? Uh-huh. He was a traitor for the rebellion? Uh-huh. Would my mercenariness allow me any kind of a check to see if I know him? Yeah, go ahead. Roll me uh, history. Could it be possible that a roadmate knows of him, too? Do I get advantage on that, or is that... I will say, yeah, yeah, because it's a military, I'll give you both advantage on the history roll. Sweet, because I need that. It's a big, fat zero bonus, 14. (laughs) As he says that, Arame, you kind of start pegging through profiles in your head, because he probably would have been coming to fame as you got out of the business. And you look at him, and you are fairly confident his name is Maximus the Crusher. How would you like to react? I believe I've heard of you. Maximus, correct? As soon as she says his name, it clicks for you. And you're like, oh, you single-handedly took out that death squad. Aroma probably knew most of the people that were on that squad. Yeah, but it's not like she misses them anymore. (laughs) No, they probably would all want to kill her on sight, so it's fine. (laughs) After the moment of hate, why are you not dead? He just shrugs, stretches out his hands, and and you see just the muscle ripple of his arms. Weak flesh. Paul doesn't need no muscles. Absolutely not. (laughs) He looks at you and he goes, looks over and he goes, Bart, you got the bar? Nod. Come on up. And he grabs a couple bottles of... Uh, you can't really tell what scraps a couple bottles of something from behind the bar and nods for you guys to follow him and he heads up. Uh, you guys go up the uh, second floor. It's almost identical to the first large bar in the middle, almost directly above the one that you uh, guys were talking about upstairs. A couple of bartenders and guys get up to the third floor. This is a little more spaced out. This one looks like it's a little more snooty. The bar is kind of offset in a corner. And he is, yes, that is actually his name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this floor, except this, the bar is kind of off to the corner. There's less people up here. This table's a little more spaced out, a little more private. Uh, get up to the fourth floor. It's almost identical to the third floor. And then you see him walk kind of back, opens up a almost speakeasy-like door, walks into it, and there is a fifth floor that does not have a patio, and he leads you guys up to that. I follow right along. So as you guys kind of uh, get into there, I know we've had this discussion before. Can you smell, Wall? Yes. Okay. Magdar's going to be a little off uh, offset from it, but you and Vikros, as soon as you walk in, just that smell of sparring, that, that sweat and leather 
and blood kind of hit you. Like this is this is as close to home for you all outside of a battlefield as it is. Vikros, this is very, very reminiscent for you f- from your days uh, at the monastery. Oh, yeah. Robbie walks in, huh, smells like my childhood. Yeah, very, very similar to the training pits that you came from. He walks over and there's a large uh, roped off a 25 by 25 square ring. And he goes, well, to join, you have to make it one round with me. All right, uh, I'm ready. Let's well, go. We- who is first? <laughs> Wall, you want to roll initiative with me to see who goes first? I am oh, totally yeah. down for that. Done. Let's do this because <laughs> I am not going first. <laughs> <laughs> physically impossible for me to go first. <laughs> see, there's no way you can make that roll, is there? <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to give. Oh, sorry, you have advantage? Hmm. I do have advantage, but did I get the same thing twice? <laughs> you did? Yes, you rolled the exact same thing twice. They wouldn't let me roll with advantage because I don't have a valid token. Oh, because yeah. oh, I don't have you guys on the board. That's why. Would anyone like to run Magdar this evening? Sure, I can. Okay. Let me assign you a wee bit of control. Hang on just a sec. I heard whispers on the wind of possibles of dynamic lighting. Yes, that is on the to-buy list, guys. Spencer, let me mess around with his. Yeah, I subscribed to Roll20 because we had a bunch of extra vacation money left. So. And the dynamic lighting is amazing. He misspelled Sentinel. Well, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> He's. I was going to say, it fits the character, I think. <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't like, they're immediately going to want to fight this guy if they go into this damn tavern. But I was not, so hold on. <laughs> you made the sign. I'm not real sure what you expected. I know I did. I don't know why I didn't have this ready to go right away. I specifically asked you about if you had everything prepared for us to do exactly the opposite of what you thought. <laughs> you said <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> we will never do what you think we're going to do. Never. <laughs> Unless you think I'm going to fight somebody, and then probably yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone at all. <laughs> You could put a T-Rex in front of him right now, and he would just be like, I'm going to fight that. Done. Okay. Soup like that motherfucker, like Simon in a doom train. I would I would come running back to fight that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll duck behind him as you shove him. Okay, here we go. I have <laughs> finally tracked down where I saved that damn thing, too. Okay. He takes a quick look around. You notice there is a rack of training weapons once you step into the ring, Vikros. Uh-huh. He points to those and he, he says, barehanded or with weapons? Your choice, Challenger. I mean, I'm pretty good with weapons, but I don't need that shit. He smiles, says, on your go, and hang on. Ah! <laughs> and go ahead and let's roll initiative, good sir. <laughs> A rat man with bare hands is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Proportions, like, wow, just fall forward. You guys kind of both step in, nod to each other, and he steps up and pulls back, and just a massive haymaker comes flying in. Magdar yells in from the side of the ring, show him why they call you the pantsless. <laughs> <laughs> I look over to Magdar and say, what? Take the hit. I generally roll in the open, but I don't want to give too much away about his character, so I'm going to hide this one. But he does have a plus three to dexterity. It does a 27 hit. Yeah. So the right hand catches you right above the eye. Are you going to take any of your stuff to do anything? Uh, I can't with that. Well, that hits me. Okay. Rame's just like, her fingers are twitching slightly like, she'll the fit. Nope, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where the extra 10 came from. It's a secret. <laughs> uh, there's a floating dice on the screen. What is happening here? Don't worry about it. I'm really using the system. How are you doing that, you magician? <laughs> secret. Rolling token? You rolled a token? Yeah, you got a little dice on the screen. <laughs> so that's 10 points of damage. He steps up and goes for it again with a left hand this time. That is a 20. Not a natural 20, just a 20. 20 does hit. Okay. And that's going to be another 10 points of damage. 
And one sure, more attack. Do we have any health potions? Yes. If you ask that, he'll laugh as the kick. Oh, sorry, I didn't roll that damage. Oh, that I wasn't to roll my asking. Oh, okay. Brianna, because I was like, we should probably fix that if we Ooh, don't. Fuck. Uh, that was a nat 20. So that'll be a crit. And yeah, it's. So that's going to be 15 points. And he kicks you square in the chest with that one. That is his turn. You were up, sir. Oh, oh, oh well struck. And then I'm going to come at him with like a mirror of what he did. Not like the same kind of fashion that Vikros normally strikes. He's going for a big right haymaker. Same as he just did. So first one's going to be ugh, 14 to hit. That does not hit. That's weird. Doesn't telegraph your punches like that. As it comes in, he smiles as he just kind of leans back from it and nods at you. Very well. And uh, I will use my second attack to telegraph again and make a left-handed haymaker. (laughs) And same thing as the first one. He's still smiling, uh, and he just kind of continues that lean back. He's, He's leaned back pretty far now. Girls, stop telegraphing your moves. Who taught you how to fight? Stop trying to hit him and hit him. <laughs> stop to... Got it, got it, got it, got it. All right, so I will use my bonus action and spend one key point, and I'll do flurry of blows, and I'll kind of wind up for the kick for the right side, like I was telegraphing like he did, mm-hmm. and then go for an uppercut with the left hand. Oh, God. Vigros. Oh, <laughs> he actually sees that one coming and it's a low enough roll he just throws a hand down and just slaps your closed hand like it's a Jet Li movie and just opens it up he hits it so hard huh how about that Mikros you know what you have to do <laughs> well in that case <laughs> now that uh, I'm that close I'm gonna go for a headbutt okay the headbutt lands I imagine Robin's like, stop fighting fancy and use your head. <laughs> he does, I was like, not what I meant, but okay. So I want to do two things. First, I want to make that another key point for a stunning strike. DC okay. 14 con save for him. Okay. He got a 19 plus his modifier. Okay. Also part of the open hand technique, I want him to make a DC 14. Let's call it no, that's unrealistic. Let's call it a deck save. DC deck 14 save. again. Yep. That was... he. I rolled a 20. I'm not... I gotta see what his dex is. 23 <laughs> with his dex. Okay, so no effect on either of those. Jesus. Guys, I'm rolling good today. It's a good day to be me. Right? <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll end my turn you with my... We aren't doing the heist. My left hand in his right palm after smashing him with my forehead, kind of still looking up a little stunned at him. You notice that even though it you hit him like flush on the nose, you didn't hear the crunch of cartilage you'd expect, and you look up, and he's just smiling like a happy parent with his child at you. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to need you to make a strength check. He is going to try to grab Uh-oh. you by that arm that he has. <laughs> check or save? Save. He beat you by one, good sir. Oh. He grabs you by that hand, and much like you would see in uh, WrestleMania, he spins you and hurls you towards the ropes. Go ahead and give me another check to see if you can fight that off. Nope. Oh, my God. You almost beat him. (laughs) That was not a great roll. I rolled a three, but he's got plenty of strength. So he he gets you going towards it as you hit the ropes. You notice, oddly enough, they're not just kind of standard. They are pulled tight. You bounce back, but it's, you know, you're not selling it. So you're kind of just stumbling back towards him. Uh, and he comes up and he's going to try to suplex the shit out of you. So I'm going to want you to do a another strength check, but a disadvantage because he's grabbing you from behind and you're kind of off balance from hitting the rope. How many does he have in a round? <laughs> he grabs you, picks you up, and just slams you down, kind of pile drives you. And that's gonna be for god i rolled like ass that's gonna be 12 points of damage i mean that's only three attacks really mm-hmm. yep that was that was just th- three attacks was grabbing throwing and then grabbing again so my current state i'm laying on the mat yeah you are grabbed by your legs he's pretty much got you by the knees and he has just zangiefed you into the floor <sighs> oh this is this is going great oh uh <laughs> 
I'll spend half my movement to uh, stand up. Okay. And then um, I'm going to make one open palm attack, like, right into his solar plexus, like, right okay. in the gut. Oh, uh, yeah, you hit. That was a disadvantage, but that should still just be a 24. Yeah, we'll, we'll take the 24, no stress. Rami's shouting from the side, fight smarter, use your head, not literally, don't use your head literally, but fight smart. Not head, got it. It's All right. big, you're fat. Then I'll take my second attack. I'm gonna make a strike with my knee on the inside of his left thigh. Okay, hits. Much better. Nice and solid damage rolls. Cool. I want to make that one a stunning strike if I can. DC 14. Okay, and that's uh, DC 14, right? Yeah. He failed it. Fuck yeah. You got him right where it counts. So, for my bonus action, I'll spend one more key point to do flurry of blows and make two more attacks. Okay. I think if he's stunned, these have advantage, correct? They should, yes. Okay. Pump it up the crowd on the outside. That's it. What are you the doing? Let's go! He can't just like to think you're Ric Flair. Woo! Oh yeah, he's strutting and styling and profiling <laughs> on the outside. Yeah. Who else is in here with us? I thought it was just kind of us. I didn't realize we had an audience. Yeah, it's just you guys and Maximus. <laughs> I'm still yeah. doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna make these two attacks in combination, but the first one I'm gonna do, I'm gonna jump up in the air and I wanna make a like a downward strike on the side of his head. Okay. Does not hit. Regina hit. So I see that kind of glances off. And then as I'm rising up, I want to make a knee to his chin. That one does hit. So then again, as a part of open hand technique, let's do another dex save. Uh, He does pass this one. He's stunned. I say, actually, you know what? No, that's an auto fail. He's stunned. Yeah. So he is stunned and prone. Okay, so he is knocked over backwards. It's a con check on his turn to unstun, correct? It's just one turn, right? Just one turn? Okay. Misses his turn, that's it. Okay, then go ahead and go. You think it really started with that knee strike? He just didn't expect it. When you hit him in the chest, he just kind of... (sighs) and breathed out with it. It didn't really seem to affect him. But it's that hit to the knee, you think, is really kind of what caught him off guard. Cool. So I'm going to, while he's prone straddle him across his chest and i'm gonna start unloading on his face okay just straight punches right to his jaw first one 13 to hit nope second one left hand 23 to hit left hand hits all right another key point for stunning strike again dc 14 con save that one unfortunately he does succeed on okay one more key point for flurry of blows two more punches just Straddle on his chest, wailing on his face. 24 to hit. Hits. And 26 to hit. <laughs> Hits. Very nice, sir. So close to a crit. So here I am, just sitting on his chest, wailing on him, and I'll end my turn there. Or actually, you know what? I'll use half my movement to stand up, back up just a touch, and give him room to stand up and fight back. Okay, cool. As you stand up, he smiles at you. He's kind of shakes his head. It looks less like... He snapped out of it more like your punches kind of helped wake him up. Uh, and for the first time, you actually notice a little bit of damage. Uh, he has just a little bit of blood coming from his mouth from that left hand. And he smiles at you real big and charges. And he is going to start off with a right hand. Rumba is still facing on the side, giving commentary, but she's keeping it quiet. That is a 19. 19 is my AC. That hits. Okay. Uh, so the right hand hits. Magdar's going to play. <laughs> he's, he's playing a battle theme. Uh, that is 11 points of damage. Oof. Then he's going to kind of step back, and he's going to load up that right hand again. That's 22. Yeah, that hits for sure. Only eight that time for the damage. You good? Or are you down? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then he uh, steps up, and he does one more left hand. That's a 20. That does it. So that one just... And Vicros goes down. As soon as you hit the ground, everybody on the outside of the ring, you guys realize he got a little too into it. He he didn't mean to do that much damage to him. And he... Oh, no. And he runs over and he hops the ropes and he runs over to a side cap and he throws it open and it's just filled. I feel like as he's running over, Romay's just going to run over and like 
like by ten points of lay on hands. He rips a potion out. You don't even really seem to be paying attention. And he runs over. I need you to roll 10d4 plus 20, sir. Oh, that's a pretty good potion. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a rogue I just use is five. Just enough. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, like, okay, he's got something. So you have 45 life back. How does that do towards getting you, uh, like, as you wake up, he is all of a sudden, for for as as much fun and as uh, happy as he was to fight you, he is like a mother hen with his baby chick. (gasps) Holy shit. And he just, uh, oh, you did so good. I haven't been knocked to the ground like that in years. Oh, you'll be a fine addition. Yes, you will. How do you feel? Do you need another? uh, I mean, I'm certainly better than I was five seconds ago, but man, you hit like a fucking truck. He smiles real big and he goes, I'll tell you what, I'll get you another one. I'll get me one. You actually did some things. So he comes back. This time I'm going to need you to roll 64 plus 10. That dude just dropped like a thousand gold on healing you. <laughs> <laughs> Tells you how lucrative fighting ring is. But as he hints me a second, when I give him a cheers and throw it back and I mean I've had healing potions before but that's fucking spicy that's good (laughs) well when you're married to the brew mistress for the rebellion you get a few things on the uh, like I like to call them fringe benefits really I see Magdar perks up at the the mention of brew mistress. The brew mistress. <laughs> not, not fully understanding what that means, but he's intrigued by the combination of those two words. He sees you kind of perk up at that Magdar, and he, do you know of the brews? And he holds up a healing potion uh, that he just quaffed and kind of rattles it at you. And he he pulls out his uh, his little gourd and his. I do actually. <laughs> he takes a swig. <laughs> ah, well. That was rousing. I hope the next two of you are just as good as he is. I'll offer him a fist bump, and then if he does, then I'll take a bow. As you do the fist bump, he just grabs you in a big old bear hug and hugs you. Cool. Well, well, well fought. Thank you. He looks at you, Wall, and he goes, huh? Yeah! Immediately. And uh, as you jump in and get ready to go, he goes, question? Are we doing magic this time? Uh... As he says that, you notice, uh, without not making real perception, he is actually looking at the runes engraved on you. Oh, you know what? What the hell? Why not? Famous last words. He he nods, <laughs> and you see him reach into a belt pouch. Uh, he opens it up, and he puts on a well-made leather. It looks like it's got an almost pure blue sapphire that's uh, about the size of two, fi- two of your fists, also large. And as he does it, you see his muscles slowly kind of get bigger. And you see him put on uh, several rings as well. And as the last ring goes on, uh, he jumps up to about 13 feet tall. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a kaiju battle. So all the runes start to glow. Mm-hmm. And immediately. Just and shoots up to his full. What are we at now? I think it's actually a straight up fifteen. How high are the ceilings in this room? <laughs> Wall is about eight feet below them. The ring you guys uh, notice uh, as the fight was going on is actually almost centered to this steeple structure, and you notice as Maximus stretches and rolls out his shoulders, it's probably just for that reason he and he looks and he goes oh, i'm glad that my runic has not gone away from me i thought i saw that enlarge symbol there and he claps you on the shoulder and he steps back kind of rolls up and goes, are we ready done and go ahead and give me initiative oh fuck that was a terrible initiative roll oh here comes a terrible one too yeah i don't have a coping still you are actually going to go first, sir. <laughs> you know how much first I'm going. Okay. I'm going first. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you're going first. <laughs> I rolled an eight. <laughs> that was with my modifier. <laughs> All right, so Wall will come charging up, and he's going to bring that fist down way low. He comes straight up in an uppercut. 
Oops, that shouldn't be advantage. That's okay, Normal. we'll take that 14. <laughs> but I'm sure that misses. That does indeed, sir. Alright, so he's gonna come and follow through with, you know what? Saw it work before. A straight up headbutt. Let's see. Okay. From oh, the sideline, Vicro screams, Yes! Headbutt! <laughs> And so that's going to be max damage immediately, and then your damage plus your modifier on top of that. So 20 total. Excellent. All right. And then he will go ahead, and he will use his action surge to go again. Okay. So he's headbutted him in the face. He's going to take a step back and then drive forward with an elbow. 19 then. 19 with his enlarged size as max items, unfortunately, does not land. All right. And then another one. 22. That dies. Nine damage. Excellent. He smiles real big. It looks even more comical. Uh, his smile is a very goofy, lighthearted smile. Rolls his wrists, and he is going to try to kick you in the chest plate. That is not going to cut it. That's a 13. Nope. That's a miss. Yeah, so you, you kind of oddly don't see a Warforged do suck your stomach in. This foot just sails right in front of you. And as soon as that touches, he steps forward and drives an elbow at your head. That is a 15. That's not going to help. You're able to catch that one with your hand and just kind of complete the rotation on him. And he is going to follow that up with a big spinning overhand right. That's a 22. Oh, that ties. Okay. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> that was rough, man. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was I don't know. After what you did to Vicros, I don't feel so bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just warmed him up for you. That's all. That is only... S- uh, hold on. I'm going to make sure I added that. I think that's only six points of damage. Oh, sorry. No, with his magic items, that's going to be nine points of damage. Okay. And then he is going to smile at you, seeing now that he's got a fighter and not something weird like that on his hands. And he's going to use his action surge. And okay. he is going to keep wading in. That is a 30. Yeah, that'll do. That is 13 points of damage. And that was just a, a follow-up left hand. He resets, steps back, and throws another kick. Fuck me. Okay, no more kicks. You're able to just kind of slap his foot down. And he has gotten hit with two of them, so he's going to snap a headbutt at you. Okay. Dare to try and kick the person who kicked the devil himself? <laughs> I was about to say, I've heard drop kick the devil through a door. It's like, no one else, it's like, no one gets to do that to me. And that is another 30. All right. And that's 10 points of damage. All right. He's going to take the, the one single step back. Mm-hmm. All right. And then full of just a giant, like, trying to boot down the door kick right to his chest. Come on, baby. 17. He sees it coming and he throws his chest out and steps into it, just bounces your foot off his chest. Alright, so he's going to come through after the kick and uh, he's going to go for yet another headbutt, because that's working. <laughs> 21. Unfortunately, that is just shy. As you, your headbutt comes in, uh, he takes a quick step back and he's going to fire an uppercut just straight up the pipe. That is a 20. You're able to see it at the last second and just kind of spin away to the side. As you spin, he is going to kick at your leg. Didn't you just say no more kicks? <laughs> that is a 23. That does hit. Okay. However, uh-huh. the cloud rune set upon me starts to glow. And once a rest can cause an attack that hits a creature or yourself that you can see within 30 feet to target another creature within 30 feet of you. Okay. I'd like him to somehow step on his own foot. Okay, let me roll the damage, or let me roll it on him. Quick, make him kick Vicros. <laughs> I totally thought that's where you're going. I like, in a like, panic, you right just kind there. of push him away, and his his kick staggers over, and he just boots Vicros in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tie, so I'll roll damage on himself. All right, so that is 11 points. Curses, I've beaten my own AC. (laughs) Sorry, there's big numbers when his life is involved. (laughs) All right, uh, so he somehow kind of snaps it around, and it's less of a kick, and it's more of a, he kind of like rolls his ankle and staggers awkwardly, and he shakes his head, and he looks at you, and he smiles again, and he steps up, and he's just going for a big roundhouse punch. That's a 22. Yep, that is. Okay, and that is 10 points of damage, sir. 
All right. He clearly had no war injury. That's why I fell over. <laughs> well, take it to a ground fight. All right, I will. So I will uh, surge forward, get him in the grapple. Is that just straight strength or is that athletics? Usually contested strength. Yeah, contested strength. Jesus Christ. Oops, that shouldn't be. Oh, no, it is advantage. Never mind. 21. He rolled a 29. Whoa. That's a strong boy. <laughs> yeah, he has a plus 11 to those, so. <laughs> the loot music intensifies. <laughs> the battle heats I'm, up. Just, I'm immediately in El Dorado. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, then, failing that, he is going to, uh, oh, yeah. He's going to lean back into the ropes and let them spring him forward uh-huh. to the old drop kick. 26. 26 hits. 10 damage. And I'll say your movement is you slapping the ground as you hit it. You guys are starting to get worried for the structural integrity of the building because the flooring here is appears to be bowing underneath the weight of the two fighters. And you notice that there are every now and then just faces kind of looking in through that fighting door seeing that there are two large creatures in the ring fighting and immediately going down. <laughs> no one is staying to see what's going on. Oh man, I made a comment about that once they both got big. I was like, these must be strong floors if they plan that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is going to step in. Perhaps take care to not destroy the building. If they can hear us. And well, we're there, but are they listening? Is the he is going to faint with his left hand and go at you with a right, and so he has advantage on this one. That is twenty-five to hit. Yeah, that hits. And thirteen points of damage. Magdar's having second thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's understandable. <laughs> that liquid courage. Magdar, be right back in. And then he is going to step in, and he is going to attempt to suplex you. So that's going to be his last... Uh, well, we'll see if he can grab you first. He's going to grab you by the stomach. So that is a contested strength check, sir. Is that a uh, strength save or just strength roll? Strength save, sorry. Strength save. Net 20. 29. That is... What do you do on a tie? Well, if it's a if it's a crit, it like automatically succeeds, right? Basically, a tie on a, a contested strength roll just means nothing changes. Okay, so, so he grabs you, he pulls for a second, nothing happens, uh, and he just steps back for a quick right hand as he steps back. That's a 30. God, that was almost a crit. Moment of wealth, that didn't work. That is 14 points of damage, sir. All right. How many rounds have we gone? This is coming in round six? Something. We'll go with the, this is starting round six, because <laughs> I think that's correct. <laughs> well, we'll go right back to uh, the big old boot. 18. Does not do it. Comes down off the, the, the miss of the big boot, kind of squats down and surges upwards in a, basically a shoulder charge. Nice. 29. All right, so that's a 10 already and 11, 21 points of damage. Cool. All right. And as the shoulder hits, he steps back and he smiles and he holds a hand up to stop combat and he goes, well, you've proven all you need to me. <laughs> he holds up, uh, uh, holds a hand out to, you know, a warrior's handshake. I'll do the clasp. He pulls you in close and he, just like with, uh, even though he's a little bit smaller than you, he doesn't tower over you quite like he did Vicaros in uh, his regular form. Big old bear hug. He picks you up and he shakes you and he sets you down. I do the same. I like to think it's like in how uh, was it Sky High? The super strong dad hugs his son, and the son hugs him back. It's very much that. Yes. <laughs> he starts pulling off magical items, he undoes the belt, and starts to shriek back down. Puts everything back away neatly in his his pouch and walks over. He kind of looks at the health cabinet, looks at you, and he points to the health cabinet, uh, points back at you, and raises an eyebrow. Yeah, I could use that. How much do you think you feel that we we beat out of you? I would say roughly about sixty-nine points. Okay, he's gonna go get one of the. He's gonna get one of those big ones for you. Uh, so go ahead and shit. I can't remember what it was. I'm feeling sixty-nine. Ten. Ten D four plus twenty. Gonna need about twenty bottles of repair for the walls and floor. <laughs> the beams are cracking. 
think Robe is just in very much enjoying watching this because like she hasn't seen like one-on-one fights like this probably since she is no longer part of the military. Go ahead and do uh, 64 plus 10 for me as well. All right. We'll try to get you back up to, to full speed. Anyway, oh, cool. That's, that's exactly how much you needed, wasn't it? Uh, yes, yes, that is exactly. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yes. He kind of rolls, and he looks at Magdar, and he goes, We can if you want, but we can go with what your friends did as well. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm probably about equal caliber, so you could probably just, you know, let me in on, on that basis. <laughs> if, if they'll vouch for you, I'll take you. Yeah, right, Absolutely. guys? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Rome's just I I um, so... raised. Thank you for joining us, and stay tuned next week to find out what happens on Disciples of the Eight. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at Patreon.com/slash/pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Disciples of the Age is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is deemed by the amazing Bob Tedwell and produced by me, Brianna Toybert, with music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. We have Brock as Icky, Ryan as Wall, Matt as Vicros, Spencer as Artemis, Cash as Magdar, Kara as the Anonymous Druid, and myself as Arome. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. Our world, once beautiful, filled with hope and ripe with life, now stares under the emptiness of extinction. Where kingdoms reigned, capital cities now sprawl, wrecked with fear and loss. Those upon the edges of the wilds become fewer, as corruption seeps from the shadows down deep. But we will not submit to the night. We will not willingly be consumed by the gloom. Companies will rise. The Grey Wolves will fight. While manifests may tear themselves from our dreams, we will take back the light they have stolen. Join us at MidnightKingdoms.com. Fight with us. Make our print in the chronicles of the Grey Wolves. <laughs>